Shut up and sit down. The ghosts of the Mostus, the Light Bearer, and with me is the inglorious dead bastard himself, Mr. Matt. I'm doing like a zombie or a Frankenstein type thing because it's Halloween. It's the spooky time. Oh my god, it's the Halloween time, everybody. You got pumpkins. I put on my, my wizard Dude, hat. My cultist he's hat. Got a cultist hat on. Hood he's on. ready to go. Ooh. Holy mackerels. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Halloween. It's past <laughs> Halloween, or is it? Who knows? Time is irrelevant in the dead world. Time is a lie. Okay? So here we go. All right. You know it. We got some fun times for you tonight. Some spooky, spooky stuff. Some fun times. Some things. I don't know. I've already said fun times. I'm going to say it one more time. Some fun times. Fun Did times. Did you hear that, everybody? What are we going to have? Tell it back to Lightbearer. Thank you so much. Oh, you guys are the best. Oh, gosh. You're all the best. I love you out there. Oh. So before we get this show rocking and rolling, you know the drill. We got to figure out what the hell everybody's been up to this week. So mm-hmm. starting with you, Mr. Matt, what have you been doing? I've been doing a lot of non-spooky things, but I did do one spooky thing that actually falls under the theme of spook, spook, spook ruse. So... I'm going to start off on the video game front, and we're going to close on the spooky thing because it's not a video game. I've been playing Yakuza 3 Remastered, having a ball, beating people up in the streets. The best the best series I've ever played in my whole life. And 4 Remastered comes out either like right now as you're hearing this or on Tuesday, so I'm excited for that to come out too. Other game I've been playing, Beat Cop. Getting back into Beat Cop, having a blast, loving the art style, loving the music, loving the gameplay, loving everything. Another game, Fire Pro Wrestling World, getting in there, tapping people out. I, I, I made a new character last night, and I, I, I figured out how you can join which faction you want to join. So I joined the evil faction, and I made him give, gave him all the evil moves like bites and low blows and stuff. Of course. I found a move where he grabs a dude in a headlock, pulls out a giant fork, and just stabs him oh, in the yeah. head repeatedly. That's, that's a must. That's a good one. And then, to even top that one, there's a move where the opponent's lying face up, you're by his head. And the move is called Sickle Attack, I think. And I went, what is this? Some kind of like, you know, choke hold, some kind of like lay him up, do a lariat or something. No, he pulls out a giant like comma, like the Japanese sickle, and starts like raking it on their head. I'm like, this is the best thing I've ever seen in my whole life. I'm doing this every single time an opponent is down. Now, every time I play as that character... Blood is all over the mat. Everybody's bleeding. It's great. I love it. Just being a horrible bastard. And then, like I said, I joined the worst, you know, the most heelish group. So the whole storyline is about ruining everybody's day, wrecking all the tournaments, just causing just a shit show everywhere. It's amazing. I love it. That's a perfect way to do anything. Ruin everyone else's right. day. <laughs> 
So that's been a ton of fun. You can hear it in my voice. You can hear the smile. Outside of the video game world, went to the movies twice. Went and saw Gemini Man, the Will Smith movie where he fights Will Smith. And I thought it was pretty good. It was an enjoyable movie. Pretty good action flick. A lot of good stunts. A lot of good action in it. And then there's the spook part. Oh, man. I'm not one for the spooky movies. But because via my Regal app, if you go and see three movies, you get to own digital copies of them afterwards. One of them was that movie Countdown, where there's a scary killer app that tells you when you're going to die, and then it kills you. Oh, my goodness. And I'll admit, I'm not one for the uh, like the teenagery jump scary type movies, but I actually thought this one was done pretty well. Like It's, it's kind of like embarrassing if you watch the trailers like there's this app and i think it's killing us it's all because this app and i'm like it sounds so mm-hmm. ridiculous and awful but the actual like the scary scenes like the the tension and the jump scares and stuff were actually done really well and there's one i can't i can't spoil anything there's the ending i thought was clever and then there's a cool effect at some point during the movie that i actually thought looked really good like i thought it, everything would be like bad and awful but it was a Basically, I see movies for free, and it would be a free copy of a movie, whatever. But I actually really enjoyed it, so that was pretty good. A little uh, little tension and uh, jump scare roof, so good times there. And that's all for me this week, man. What about you? Well, you know, I always want to say, what is a movie, man? What's a movie? Because, yet again, another week, I haven't gotten to go see any of the movies None of them. I almost, I almost did a spit take. It's too bad we weren't live on the fires. People would have seen it. Uh, this this weekend came when again. Of, hey, for sure Sunday. You know, during nap, you go see a movie. Da da da. Do whatever. Okay. Hmm. Didn't happen, Matt. Didn't happen. Okay. So what happened was Saturday we spent all day doing stuff. We were out and about mm-hmm. doing all sorts of stuff. I don't even know what the stuff was. It was stuff. Something for the girls. Out and about doing whatever. All right. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Duh. It was Bronner's. We went to Frankenmuth, Michigan. Oh, went yeah, to Bronner's. Yeah, went to Xander's Chicken. Wow. Did all that. So don't get me wrong. That was a fun time. That was what the plan mm-hmm. for Saturday was. I thought it was only going to take a half day. We ended up being gone the entire day. So a miscalculation mm-hmm. on my part, but still a good time. We ended up spending like $500. We bought a, a Harry Potter train. We bought the train track. Got some of the pieces, you know, to start decorating the train set along the way. Because we have a Harry Potter room because we're, you know, we got problems. That's what we do. And then, like I said, Sunday was supposed to be the movies. I was like, oh, man, I'm going to go see the Joker finally. Or maybe I'll go see Zombieland 2, but I should see Joker because it's going to be out of theater soon. I don't know. I was just like, oh, mm-hmm. I don't know. It was so hard to pick. We woke up, we had a morning thing we were doing, so we went to the Country Mill Cider Mill, and we mm-hmm. picked apples for the homeless for three hours or so, which, hey, if you don't know, a lot and can't tell, <clears throat> I'm sick because I was out in the cold picking apples for three hours, jumping to pick apples where all the kids couldn't get to, you know, jumping in the air to pick these two. I didn't climb a tree this time either. I was going to no, say, no. this is a lot better than your last yeah. apple pick experiment. I, I said, I ain't leaving the ground anymore. That's it. <laughs> last time I left the ground, I ended up with broken ribs. <laughs> so it's not happening. Which, mind you, they still ache. My ribs have not mm. fully healed to this day, and they still hurt. So... Well, just to, to to be fair, you probably need to like stop doing stuff for your ribs to heal. And I never and do. We know that's not allowed. It's never going to happen. Yeah. No. So there you go. I did that, and I was like, <laughs> "All right, here's the time. We're gonna get back. We're gonna nap." We got back. We're like, "No nap, 
No, we skipped an M. In fact, I'm excited because Bronner's just happened. Everything's going going on. It's Christmas time, right? So we're like, mm, no, let's no. let's wrap all the presents. No. So instead of going to the movie, I spent the rest no. of the day wrapping all the Christmas presents. And then it was over, and it was Monday. And I was like, no, what happened? No, Eric. And she said, you know, you'll be happy that we don't got to do this later. And I went, yes, but not now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're we're ready. We got it done. You know, bada bing, bada boom. I I hate that argument though, because there will never be a time later when somebody goes, "Oh man, we got the whole day free," and she shakes her finger and goes, "Aren't you glad you're not wrapping presents right now?" Because once it's done, you forget it mm-hmm. immediately all about yeah. it. Yeah, and there's a million other things to do anyway. There's always yeah. a million other things. Always. Yeah, we, uh, yeah. So it doesn't matter. You be. It's all irrelevant. You be picking pairs. For the exactly. Who knows? Place. Picking something. <laughs> Why do I help hobos? I don't know. Because I'm told Picking to. Picking noses for the hobos. I'm just told to do it. <laughs> I get told. So hopefully they ate really well. They got a lot of apples. And I'll tell you what, I tried one of those apples on our way back. And I weren't supposed to, but I- Whoa, 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 whoa. You're not homeless. Hey, I know. I know. I stole one of the apples I picked for myself. I just want to say, uh, this man stole from the homeless. <laughs> it was an Ida Red. So if you guys, if you guys want to call the cops, his address is- uh, Hey, 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 shh, shh, you're getting too close, they're gonna, they're gonna pinpoint where I am, man, jeez, oh, peace, these people are gonna get me, I'll, I'll just, I'll record a separate one, and Danny can drop it in, so you won't even know, I'll never know, know. I'll never know, it's fine, so, I'll tell you what, if you, and and I won't move along on this, but, if you've never had an apple picked fresh (laughs) off a tree, you're missing out, oh, yeah, because, man, oh, man, I've had them, of course, many times in my life, but since I've had Mm. it literally just a couple days ago, so fresh, so crisp. The mm. flavor is just like exploding out of the apple when you bite into it. Mm. You don't, you'll never eat an apple that's anything like an apple that you picked off the tree, shined down your little old coat or your shirt, and then you ate it. Oh, yeah. The best. Well, plus, I mean, once you freshly pick it, you get the whole aroma of like the, the, the fruit of the fresh off the mm-hmm. tree smells. So, oh, yeah, yeah. I, can, I can only imagine that. It was a delicious a apple. fresh bite right out of there. It was succulent nice. and delicious. So, anywho, there you go. I got sick from it. We did the we did the gifts. The rest of the week, who cares? It's work. It doesn't matter. Maybe you got sick from the apple. Maybe it was a poisoned apple. Uh, that wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> that was, <this laughs> wouldn't surprise, nothing surprises me anymore. <laughs> we also, on the last thing with the family, we did the uh, the pumpkins. Carved the pumpkins, did the whole shtick mm-hmm. with that. Had them all laid out, Did had some fun. Let them draw the jack-o'-lantern faces they wanted. And then I did the best I could with a steak knife and cut it out because... <laughs> I'm tired of buying Joe's cheap pumpkin cutter knives that never work. And then, you know, and Amanda didn't want to go get her really cool, you know, exacto knives out and stuff and get all punk pumpkin yeah, yeah. guts on them and all that crap. So just took a steak knife and pow, got it done. They still look fantastic. The kids were super happy. And that's it. That's it for my uh, personal life. And in a video game world, I played your usuals. You guys know what I've been playing. I've been playing Borderlands 3. I've been playing. I, oh, I actually put in control. Got some farther. I got a little bit farther than that. So progress hey, was made. All right. I'm feeling better again. Uh, it's coming my I actually way. got a quest completed and I went, wow, I can make progress. Yay. Nice. Maybe I'm not stuck here forever. So there you go. I'm feeling good about it. <laughs> I got into the hollow. <laughs> you kind of sound like Howard right now. I put it in after like four years and I, I did a thing. So I'm. Um- 
right on, right on the way. Hey, I got into a bad spot, and then I stopped playing. <laughs> I told you already about it. Two bosses that were just kicking me in the teeth, and I went, oh, whatever. Mm. I'm not going to mess this right now. Yeah. So that's all right. I'm making progress. That's what's important. And then got in the so, Halloween event with Destiny just this other day. Checked it mm-hmm. out. Was like, oh, cool. It's the same as it always is. It's pretty cool, pretty neat. But you know, my buddies were all playing with their own little group, so got sad and just went, eh, whatever. I'm done. And then I watched a lot of anime. That's been my week. <laughs> there you go, everybody. You know as much as I know about my life. Congratulations. So that was us individually this week. Together as a team this week, we did IG2G episode 65. Had a grand old time. I just forgot what we were talking about. I thought it would come back to me as soon as I said I just forgot what we were talking about, but it didn't. But I remember some good releases, at least. <laughs> well, you had some good releases. <laughs> I'm sure you did. And then we'll... Oh, yeah, we did a spooktacular. Yes. Oh, hey, whoa, hey, I got something to add to our spooktacular because... A fan sent in Ooh. their spooky moment in gaming. Oh, beautiful. And it'll be two weeks till the next IG2, yeah, so we can't, we can't do, do it there. So hang on. I'll pull it up right now. He's pulling it, was, it up. It was on Twitter. He's pulling it up. He's pulling it up. He's not a ghost or an evil demon. Do, 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 do. Who's the mystery fan? Who's the mystery fan? Who could it be? <laughs> I've had it pulled up for like 30 oh, seconds. Sorry. He's just kept going. <laughs> So this comes to us from one of our newest followers, Zach Skellington, at Eggers underscore 25. He writes, <clears throat> Here is my story of getting scared while playing The Last of Us. So I got The Last of Us for my birthday the year it came out. I was staying up all night playing in my room with the lights off. I was sitting about three feet from the TV with my headset on full volume. I was trying to sneak around a clicker when my dad opened up my door without me realizing it. He stood there for about a minute trying to get my attention. Son, son. When he realized I couldn't hear him, he smacked the headset off my head, and at that point I yelled, <laughs> threw my controller in the air. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Says, for the next five minutes, I was shaking. Then I turned off the game and attempted to sleep. So he had that electrical. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. It's the best. It is. It's Nothing good. Nothing makes you feel alive like that. So thank you, Zach Skellington, for sending that in. It made me laugh very heartily at work, picturing that happening. Ah, good times. Man, oh man. It's just nice to hear that I'm not the only but only one who's had those scenarios. Because, you know, I don't want, you know, with the, the, the fearless Matt, you know, I feel like maybe I'm not, okay. I'm not as much of a man, you know what I mean? As much as a tough human being as Mr. Matt. Because he's just fearless. Not everybody can be as good as you me, know, man. Uh, you know? Yeah, I know. Well, you know, we've Most seen Most people have come to accept it, so I think it's about, it's about that Never. Time. Never give up. Never surrender, you know? <laughs> That's what they taught me. <laughs> That's right. But of course, coming up next week, we got absolutely nothing. So send us some talented Tuesday stuff. Hey, man. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. I forgot to talk about him a personal reel. I am all the way through. By the time you hear this, I will be done with Inktober. I will have drawn a picture for every single day in October. Me, the talentless hack, the piece of garbage who just sits there with a ballpoint pen and does the best he can. I did it. I'm the greatest. So send us a t- an art challenge because I'm not, I'm now the art king. I'm the king of art. I'm the big artist. I'm the big artist on campus. That's me. Sure, Matt. That's, that's you it. know what? Sure. Yeah. I'm just gonna say you are the big artist. You're the bestest. God bless you. Damn Let everyone know that you are the Inktober master. 
I'm the Inktober King. Even the people in the Inktober hashtag, they're like, oh, I did like three or four. I got two more I'm planning on. Hey, uh-huh. boom, suck it. I, I did love, 31 pieces I would of love art. to see Danny's. Oh, yeah. I want to yeah, see your calendar, calendar all filled out. That was all filled out. It's going to be all super cool that she was talking about doing. I want to see what that mm-hmm. ended up being like. Right, Danny? Huh? 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 Drop, drop it in right here. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you can find it at tumblr.com slash Danny8275. Uh, whatever Tumblr things are, I don't even know what Tumblr URL. <laughs> what is Tumblr? I already know what Tumblr is. <laughs> <laughs> Ask Danny, she'll tell you. Oh, exactly. Goodness gracious. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we don't have anything coming up next week, but what we do have right now for you this week, as we do every week, Shift codes for Golden Keys in Borderlands. Can you guess? Can you guess what it was? Huh? Borderlands Game of the uh-huh. Year Edition. So hit up the Twitter, the Red, the Forms, the Instagram. Hit up your preferred shift code provider. Get yourself some free loot there. Also, Randy Pitchford was dropping some shift oh, codes yeah. here and there for keys in Borderlands 3. I missed every single one of them because I'd wake up and it'd be like, oh, expiring in about 10 hours. And I would look at the tweet and it said nine hours ago. And I'd go, oh, man, I still got to get my coffee. Oh, sheesh. Ah, or I'd have been out all day and just totally missed it, so that's on me. That's unfortunate, Matt. I got one or two of them. I don't remember anymore, because one of them mm-hmm. I thought I got, but I wasn't 100% sure. The other one I got. I know that for certain, the, the Sunday one. I think it was. I'll show, maybe I'll try and cheese the system, because I know I have like eight or nine keys left. Maybe I'll throw it on Mayhem 3 and be like, oh, so open this gold, open this golden chest key No, thing. you should. Before I go to go totally do this and then go, oh, look, legendaries rained on my face. I would honestly then, recommend oh, man, you do that. I got to go. Uh-huh. Shucks. Turn it off. Because I'm going to tell you this right now. I, I'm not sure. I know this isn't even part of the show, really, but I want to mention this. I've heard a yeah. lot of naysayers like in the Twitch, which the naysayers in the Twitch, that's just, that's just Twitch. That's the nature so of the I don't know how right. truthful they're being or if they're just being trolls, which is the, generally what everyone in Twitch is. Mm-hmm. But they're saying, golden chests are useless. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what do you? I've gotten so many good shields, so many yeah. freaking legendaries out of the golden chest. I'm like, I don't know what chest you're opening, or what kind of gear you're rocking. Maybe Mayhem Three's mm-hmm. got such good stuff, and the chest doesn't go that high. I don't know, but I know at Mayhem Level mm-hmm. One True Vault Hunter mode, it's giving me some really nice stuff. So okay. I'm like, at this point, it's it's rocking. I'm loving the golden chest. It's giving me good gear. It's giving me upgrades. So when I hear these individuals go, it's garbage. I'll, I'll I'll care about getting a stupid key when they make chess useful. I'm like, I don't see it, and I'm not sure what they're mm. talking about. So if someone knows something I don't, and if maybe it doesn't scale up to Mayhem Three True Vault Hunter mode, I don't know. Mm. That I don't know because I'm not playing on that right now. Because I think the last time I did it was when I had just finished up the story. It was before I activated any Mayhem at all. But I was like, oh, let me pop one for celebrating, beating the story mode. And not a single one of them were upgrades. And I went, oh, okay. I haven't touched it since just because I have single-digit keys left. So I didn't want to, oh, let me let me try four or five, and they all be bad. So, yeah, I'll have to uh, I'll have to play around with that, put the stick in up to Mayhem 3 and see if it scales that mm-hmm. up too. Yeah, I, I wonder about that. Now it's something I'm going to have to look into, you're going to look into. We're going to be knowledgeable mm-hmm. On that subject next week. Damn right we will. Also, I would be remiss if I didn't say that our VIP reporter popped up again with another VIP code. I think it was just called Bloody Harvest. But I will say I do have major beef with this man because he started putting the Tannis pictures in it again. (sighs) 
and then he knows he knows he knows what he does when that when that happens and I don't appreciate it. He was in my good graces cuz he used one of my Inktober pictures once. Now it's starting to even out again. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And you know, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, everybody who hasn't finished the story, if you haven't, there's a no, problem with it. Oh, no, man, it's been like it's only it's been, been like 6 yeah. months. Oh, Listen. Lilith didn't even trust Tannis to be in charge. She put she put whatever the girl's name is, Avea, Via. That's how unimportant this girl is to me. They put her in charge over Tannis. Okay. <laughs> this nameless girl was put in charge of trusted more than Tannis, Sean. Do you understand? Do you understand? <laughs> oh, man. And I know what her name is. Ava. Okay. I'm around <laughs> gotta clarify yeah. i'm not stupid i'm not stupid it's, it's just a, a bit. bit it's just for fun everybody <laughs> don't at me don't at me all freaking day long going you don't know anything <laughs> since we're on the shift code bandwagon on the code bandwagon i gotta say we got a shift code for some halloween heads we'll get into more of how we got that and where it's from a little bit later in the episode but i put on my frankenstein head and i put on my what what is the amp amp whatever skin mm-hmm. and I had little golden patches on my Frankenstein head and like a golden golden stripe up through oh, his, yeah, his uh, nice. pompadour. It was pretty nice. Yeah, I did the same. I went and put on the uh, the bloody one, uh, devourer or something like that for Moe's, and then she mm-hmm. has the the huge clown head, the crazy nice. clown. Well, of course she does. Yes, that's perfect. Oh, it's so good. There's just blood all over its mouth, and of course blood down your chest and. Mm-hmm. Perfect. It's just fantastic, and it's a shame nice. that I can't see myself the entire time I'm playing. I'm like, this is when this game uh-huh. needs to be third person and not first person, so I can look at how glorious I am as I'm killing all these idiots. Yeah, because even when you go into and out of the mech, it's all first person. Mm-hmm. Right? There's no, no, there's no, there's no look you see. No, and also, well, here's what you do: is you get in your little your little circular runner thing. Then you can wheel the camera uh, around and sort of no, see yourself duh. a little bit. No, duh. No, Matt. <laughs> Push pause, go to photo mode. Uh, duh. Then you can see yourself you all go. you want and take all the know. pictures. I don't know. I think photo modes are kind of silly. Yeah, There's they're no silly. They're weird. That. I don't know why they do those. Hey, hey, hey. Don't at me, everybody. It's this just is a, a bit. bit. <laughs> we're, we're razzing Danny for this one. <laughs> Uh, so if that's it with your piddly paddly weirdo news, Matt, it's time to get into the gearbox stories. <laughs> it's time to get into the show. Twenty three and twenty four minutes oh, in. Oh yeah, yeah, that's how we do it around here. So with a spooky voice uh, or whatever type of voice this is, I'm gonna jump right on in to the very first bit of today, which is Randy Pitchford's heartfelt letter to the community. Yeah. Hell yeah. I was super excited to read this, but I'm going to let you handle this part because I, I know all about it. I read it like five times, but I want you to tell the community about it. All right, everybody. I will tell you all about it, except for I'm just going to tell you a brief bit about it because go read it for yourself, no, you lazy son of I guns. didn't read it. I forgot to read it. Because he's a terrible no. human, Matt. He is. All right. I'm a, so I'm a bad I should person. throw questions at him periodically through this just so I can look at his face and him going, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> Hey, don't at me, guys. Don't at this me. is just this a bit. Is, oh my God. Jesus, <laughs> this is terrible. All right. So I'm going to tell you, go read it. But it was a nice little letter about Randy just talking about, you know, 
starting the business, coming in, and then what they were trying to do with Borderlands 1, what they wanted to achieve with it, it coming out, being so successful, moving on from there to the Borderlands 2 and his other franchises, and just throughout the way, the community supporting them, hanging out with them, them wanting to create the best thing they possibly could to make the community as happy as they possibly could. And then, of course, he got a little bit into Borderlands 3 and how it's so successful, and he's so appreciative to everyone out there for making it successful, and how their noses are to the grindstone, and they want this this one to be the big one. They want this one to be the best one. They've got plans for the DLC. They've got all sorts of really cool stuff they're going to do to keep us playing, to keep us entertained and interested in the Borderlands franchise and in what Gearbox is doing. And then, of course, he ended it with a big thank you to everybody for being here with him and then the team, et cetera, et cetera. If you want the deet deets, go read it yourselves. But there you go. That's a that's a quick gist of what he was talking about. Now, I got to say, that's pretty awesome. I love when you hear stuff like that from anybody in the development area. I think we hear a little bit about it from Randy Varnell in the Borderlands show, the episode that he was on. I, you definitely got that impression from when he was on third shift. And it's it's so easy, I think, especially for people like us who are in the know, but we don't really like in, don't often interact with these people and you know the higher up end of things. Hearing how much they love hearing from the community, or how much they you know go to the community and find out what they're doing, like watch their you know watch the streams, watch the YouTubes, and how excited they get, or how excited or heartbroken they get, depending on how people react to their games. Mm-hmm. It's something you don't ever think about, but it's it's always nice to see it when when you do hear it. Because, well, I, I don't know, you know. Once again, like you were saying, being people that we actually get to interact with some of these individuals once in a while, mm-hmm. once in a blue moon, is really neat. Because yeah. they always say it, and you hear it quite a bit, you know, that they hear all your feedback. The good, the bad, mm-hmm. the ugly, all that. And then when they hear the good, how much happier and, and how, yeah. how actually good it does make them feel. You know, mm-hmm. and when you get to see that firsthand, you're like, oh, okay, it really does matter if you like the game yeah. or you like something to say you like it and to say you're enjoying it for such and such reason. Because mm-hmm. you got to remember, they're getting that good, but they're also getting a ton of other people saying the exact opposite, da 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 da. And of course, that drags you down. So it's important just to remember if you're liking something to also be vocal, talk about it a little bit, yeah. make a comment saying that you love this or that or the music for this, whatever it is, because you're just helping to counteract the opposite side of that, which of course takes people out of their heads and then they don't make a good game or a good content for you later down the road because they're heartbroken, sad or depressed or et cetera, whatever. Yeah, I, I definitely 100% reiterate what you said. If you love something, let everybody know, put the put those positive vibes out on Twitter or any of your social networks. If you don't like something, be constructive about criticism. You see that all the time. People just putting everything on blast in the Twitch chat, even when the developers are sitting right there, you know, reading the chat mm-hmm. or it's up for them to see. How can you be so negative to them when they've put their hearts and souls into the game? So I don't know. I just, just try it, try and filter out the, the, the ridiculous negativity. Give these people some positive stuff. Cause look at what they made for us. It's awesome. Yeah. It'd be nice to go to Twitch and have positive feedback or at least constructive criticism Mm -hmm. instead of just uh, psychotic craziness that usually is Twitch. Well, that's what I really liked those first few episodes of the co-op couch before. It feels like it got a lot bigger over the last few weeks. Mm -hmm. But those first episodes when there were like 25 people in there, it was all of us diehard fans who love the game and love what they're doing and had legitimate questions for 
you know, you can have a back and forth with them. Yeah. And instead now it's like, backspace, 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 you ruined this, you ruined this, why the F did you ruin it? We talked about our last episode when I had the actual question about uh, if they were, Mm. being that they were going to keep the bloody harvest around a lot longer, were they just going to inject a little bit of Thanksgiving into it? Legitimate Mm. question. A great question. A good question. Guess what? Drowned by 50,000 people screaming about Moe's being broken and just going Mm. ape ships and bananas about it you know and it's like well yeah. great a question that could have been asked and answered nothing because and, and something that shows interest in what they've done yeah. before mm-hmm. hey we this sounds cool what about more stuff that's the kind of positive stuff people love yeah. oh, man. unfortunately we're speaking to the choir because everybody listening to this is probably those diehard fans the ones in there with mm-hmm. constructive you know feedback positive comments whatever it may be not the ones that are just trolling and being out of hand. So, sorry guys, we preach to the choir a little bit, but you know what we're talking about. You go out there and you spread the message too. Slap them people in the faces that are trolls. Slap them. Bring them to the light. That's right. Show, shove some negativity back at them because that's how it always works. Oh no, I just started a Twitter war. Oh no, darn it. Shucks. Oh man. Speaking of wars, there's a photo war going on right now too, Matt. All right. That's right. Because they went, hey, everybody, since we finally got photo mode in the consoles now, we want to go ahead and mm-hmm. make this cool photo contest in. You got to send in the cool pictures you find out there at the wonderful Borderlands Worlds. Send them over there to Gearbox. The contest ends November 11th at 11.59 p.m. PT time. So make sure if you are interested at all, which why wouldn't you be? It's not that hard to go into photo mode. Come on. Get in there. Mm-hmm. Take a really cool pic. Find somewhere cool. Do something cool and submit it. What's what? What's what do you got to lose? You don't win. You weren't going to win anyway because you weren't going to put anything in there. Best case scenario is you win something, and you got a grand prize, which is a trip to go down there to the old freaking mm-hmm. gearbox station and hang out. Craziness. There's also some three elite swig pegs. What swig pegs? So it's so swig pegs. There's also some elite swag packs. Oh my god! And then six regular swag packs. Swag packs. I can't. Talk. I can't talk. There's also some regular swag packs. I've done. That is hard to say. Wow. Oh goodness. So get out there. Take some pictures. Get them sent over there to Gearbox, and get yourself a chance at winning one of those awesome prizes. That I did not mention because I cannot speak anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it is totally awesome that they're doing that for, I mean, especially now that it's live for the console peeps. I It's something I still really want to get into, but I, I feel like this would be like when I create a character in any RPG or, you know, Fire Pro Wrestling World or anything. I'm just going to sit there and just be like, tinker it, click it this way and filter it up and down and it'll be like four hours and I'll have made one one or two or three or four pictures. That's all you need, man. So I, that's that's true. And you can win a <laughs> trip with you that, and a friend the, to Gearbox. Man. I could bring Danny with me. <laughs> uh, all right. I promise. I'll look at photo mode Either Friday or over the weekend, I'll try and get some cool stuff going. Oh, how could I not win? I'm going to put my flak head on that's the horse head. It's going to be glowing gold, and I'm going to be doing something ridiculous. I'm going to, I'm going to win. You're going to win. We're All right. Win. I will attempt this weekend to do my own and get a sent in mm-hmm. as well. I will not win, but it will be said that I at least tried. 
It'll it'll be something ridiculous. It will be something come stupid. From Eric. Yes, it will be something. It'll, it'll be stupid. Eric in the Duke hut or something with his clown, <laughs> his clown head on. I'll somehow glitch into it so my head's peeking out of the pooper. <laughs> ah, that'd be awesome. That's perfect. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that because now someone's totally gonna do it and they're gonna steal my idea. Dang. Well, we got two days to do it. Yeah, before the show drops. Oh, very true. That's true. I'll be the first one. You're right. Yes. <laughs> Oh, good. Unless Danny does it. Danny will hear it. And yeah, it. and then steal all the glory and then... <clears throat> so you got, you got about one day. All right. I got to get on it. Goodness. <laughs> <sighs> so <laughs> we're both going to try to do the photo mode. And you know what else we're both going to do? Try to listen to that, that Borderlands show so we know what's going That's on. Right. Did you listen to it, Matt? I listened to a decent chunk all right. of it. Awesome. I got... I got up to the part where Randy Varnell got on, and I was like, yeah, I'm rocking out with Randy Varnell, and then something else came up, and I had to stop. Dang it. But I'm, I'm getting into it. One thing I was surprised by, though, is, I mean, obviously we knew that they recorded bits of it beforehand, because mm-hmm. Randy said, hey, I've been on the show, here's what, you yeah, know, here's what things what I was we can't doing, talk yeah. about. Mm-hmm. But since it premiered on Twitch, I was like, oh, it'll be a live stream, and maybe they'll like cut to the Randy segment. But it was all just a pre-edited all pre-edited, show. pre-recorded show. Because when the camera did this like zoom in thing, hey, that's what I'm going to talk to Randy about. I went, well, uh, this is not what I'm supposed to be watching on Twitch. Isn't it I weird? Know. Yeah, I thought that was, was so super strange. strange as well to see a pre-recorded thing on Twitch. I'm so used to mm. just watching, obviously, streamers pop on and do the thing and live right there. And then to see yeah. this basically YouTube video on Twitch, I was like, mm. huh? And everyone's like commenting the whole time. They're like, and they're like yelling and screaming and doing all the, th- and it's like, no one can hear it's, you. It's, Nobody's I was watching. Say it's all pointless. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're screaming into a void. There's no one paying attention. This was weeks ago. <laughs> so weird. Uh, yes. So that was definitely really weird when I was, uh, I, I listened to it. I didn't watch it. I just went and put the phone in my pocket because I was at work. Mm. And, uh, you know, we can get into it. And one part we're going to get into, and we'll kind of save a little bit, is the takedown at Malawan's black site. Because, of mm. course, they, they released all their details on it. Well, just kind of went into detail on it after the Borderlands show yeah. aired. So, Randy, of course, did a little bit about, you know, what he does, et cetera, there. And, you know, some stuff he covered here as well. But then he was also talking about the Malawan black site, which we'll talk about here in a second some more. He was talking about the uh, the Bloody Harvest and what they were doing with that. And then he was just, in yep. general, talking a whole bunch about, like, all the content they're trying to do, where they're trying to go. He got in a really cool discussion about Ava and how oh nice and he kind of mentioned it on our show as well how they were really hoping to get more into her and he mm-hmm. thinks that even now if you just go play all of her side missions and do all the side stuff around ava you'll appreciate mm-hmm. her more but on the surface level a lot yeah. of people hate her and think she's useless mm-hmm. and don't understand how she's like a main part of the story and he encourages mm-hmm. everybody to go actually do the side missions that they have and kind of get all the story around Ava, the echo logs, all that kind of stuff. And it'll flesh yeah. out a bit. And he thinks that maybe some people will come around and some won't. Obviously, you're always going to have people who just don't like her or don't want anything to do with it. And mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool because I was like, that could be said for a lot of different characters, honestly, in my opinion. Yeah. Because as he also mentions, with so many characters coming into play, it was just hard for them to really dive deep into anybody and anything because they had to keep the main story progressing. And mm-hmm. so it was like, oh, well, I guess we'll throw a couple echo logs out there for this and this to kind of bring you up to speed on story, like the ones with uh, Krieg. 
you know, how he, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, you would know nothing unless you find those echo logs, which they don't mm-hmm. tell you where they are. You just have to randomly be in the right spot and find it. Otherwise, you're going to completely miss it. And that's one thing I loved about finding those echo logs is they didn't, they weren't really tied to the place or even necessarily like the theme of the area. So as you're going through and the story mission is about this, you'd find an echo log and, and it would be about somebody different from a different place, but you know, a character you knew and was, were familiar with. But then I love that they were, they weren't like scattered all around the universe. Like if you found the Krieg ones, they were in this map. You drove around the map, you found, you know, part one, two, three, four, and, and it was there. It was easy to find. So if you picked it up and you went, holy crap, Krieg, that's awesome. Then you would start seesawing all through all the little corners of the map trying to find out more about mm-hmm. it. I love that they were, they, were, they were detailed and unique to the area, but they were also contained to that area for those you know, like the, the older characters' side stories. Mm-hmm. I really love that. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. I just, I would, I need to find a cheat somewhere online where that showcases exactly where they are because yeah. I want to go back through personally and find them all because I want to yeah. go through chronologically and just listen to all the echo logs because I'm mm-hmm. a fan of story. I've always loved story. Yeah. And I want to know what happens to these characters. <clears throat> and I really feel like I'm missing out because I haven't found all the echo logs by any stretch of the imagination. No, and no. so I'm sitting here like, well, you know, I hear people going, oh, that was cool. Here's the echo log on, on this or that. And I'm like, what, what echo log on, on this or that? I, I don't even know what you're talking mm. about. The hell? What, what happened to who? What happened to this? You know, and I, there's a couple that are about my, my, uh, homegirl, Gage. Mm. I haven't found them yet. So I'm like, where the hell are these? I at? was just, I was just going to ask, are there even any about Gage? Cause I didn't find yeah. any either. So apparently there's some stuff on Gage and whatnot, and I'm like, well, I don't know where that's at, and I want to find out. So I can't wait to cheat and find my way through those echologues so I can be up to date on the story because I think it's phenomenal. I just wish they could have made a 300-hour game and just got really went deep dive into every single individual story all they want. And I know that's you know not 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 reality. Nobody would play that Mm -hmm. game because they're like a lot of people just don't care. But I would care, and I would love it. Yeah, I hundred percent agree with that. Plus, I I do want to go back and cheat and find them because there were a couple echo logs closer toward end game that I would find it find one echo log like one area before the boss, and I'd be like, oh, there were echo logs about that in this whole area. Oh crap! But I'm streaming, and I'm right about to go fight the boss, so. I'm not going to just go, oh, hang on, guys. We're just going to search walls, looking up and down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to finding out more. And I would totally play like a Borderlands RPG where you just went and talked to your friends all across the the galaxy. I would do that. Persona. Do like a text-based thing. Borderlands Persona. Oh, my God. There it is. You could could play like Skag Baseball. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Skag ball, vomit ball, oh, baseball, yeah. or something. Oh man! Oh man! Go fishing for those giant three-eyed, you know, carp, you know, and <sighs> dude, go fishing for threshers. Mm-hmm. You just have like a dirt pit. Oh, that'd be fun just, too. Yes. Yeah, put put a little put a little tink on a, on your lure, and oh man, you got some free time today. Who are you gonna hang out with? Man, me and Gage high five and going out, killing bandits together with. Oh man. Oh, it'd be so good. I'd be in my, 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 my bot. She'd be just having, you know, death trap out there. You could be stomping around in Iron Bear. She could be riding around on death trap shoulders. Mm-hmm. Hee hee. We're having a great time. 
Man. Make it. Make that game. We're done. We're done. We need Borderlands another slash Persona hybrid. Another $10 million mm. idea right there <sighs> in the bank. Jeez, oh, peace. God, we're good. Now, keep it on story, though. It was said, however, that the upcoming DLCs, they didn't go into detail except for the Malawan one. He thinks, mm. well, that's not even really a full DLC. You know what I mean, though. Content. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's going to be extremely happy with it. And he says that cool. other characters from the franchise are going to come forward and have yes. stories. He says not all of them are going to make it, but he mm. says there are definitely more characters from the Borderlands franchise that are going to be coming out and helping out, doing things, having issues, doing whatever. They're going to be part of the story, Sweet. and you're going to be interacting with them in some way, shape, or form. And then he- Loader bot! <laughs> Loader bot, come save me. I know. Loader bot, pickles, come on. Fiona, where are you guys at? Athena, my girl, Athena, where you at? I miss you. Gotta find Sasha. Oh, yeah. You gotta get Sasha. Some kind of scheme somewhere. And that's, and he didn't touch on that at all because they didn't really ask about Fiona, Sasha, Loader bot, and ask if they're coming Mm -hmm. in. But he talked about Ava once again, stating that Mm -hmm. her story and Lilith's are not over. And they asked, yeah. is Lilith really dead? And he said, I can't tell you that. She's gone now. And he's like, are you no, really like putting you... me on blast like this? So mm-hmm. he was, you know, he definitely was like, what? Why are you guys asking me this? Oh my God. Uh-huh. So she's not really dead. And then he did make a note that really made me go, Oh yeah, duh. Like I'm an idiot. I, I mentioned pickles. And of course on mm-hmm. the, our, our interview with him, I mentioned, uh, Ginny, whatever her name is, you know, and, uh, <laughs> Jenny Springs. Springs. There it is. <laughs> and they all live on the moon. Well, oh yeah, duh. Lil- oh my god. Yeah, and I was like, and he said, he goes, remember, and, and you guys played the pre sequels. All those individuals who all are on the moon, living their lives, doing their things, and Lilith had to take that moon, huh? And I went, well, no, no crap, duh. There's yeah. that's a, one of the whole DLCs is going to be. Doing playing characters on the moon, moon doing stuff, whatever. So we're idiots. So there you go. Yeah. We're gonna be seeing a lot of those characters again on the moon, <laughs> doing some stuff. We're also gonna get a ton more awesome. on Ava and her storyline going forward, you know, with what she becomes and how she is. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like that's what they wanted, but it didn't quite come through. But hopefully with the DLCs they kinda pick it up and really get you to like her, understand her, and get a feel for her taking over as a leader. Yeah, because I would hate for it to be, not that the Tiny Tina situation was bad or anything, but I'd hate for it to be like a big time skip until Borderlands 4 or the next time you see Ava and she's in a leadership role. When, you know, hey, here's the book and here's, and then bloop, and now I'm a teenager and I'm really doing it. So it's it's good that they're going to explore that. And dialing it back to when you were talking about them fleshing it out with the side missions, I liked her a lot more after that because she seemed like an actual person. Mm-hmm. After that, so I can I can definitely speak to that. Well, and he, and he went into detail about that and how uh, you know the Private Beans mission where he took her mm-hmm. journal and he mentioned on our show we kind of laughed about Private Beans and you know whatnot, but he went in more detail yeah. on how he appreciated that actual mission because it kind of showed you how like Ava was real, you know she was actually mm-hmm. torn yeah. apart and unhappy, literally really unhappy about him giving out her private secret moments and her tragic mm-hmm. life, et cetera, et cetera. And how that really kind of binds you to her and mm-hmm. makes you, you know, understand where she's coming from, what she's all about. And, you know, we just laughed because Private Beans was ridiculous. It was fun. 
and we're moving on right. some other stuff. But he went into detail on that, and I was like, yeah, you know, that is definitely where you see that she's not just a loudmouth, annoying brat, you know. Because that was our very first reaction. And she went, ha I'm going to do this totally, or whatever her catchphrase was. And I think I immediately said, I don't like this girl. <laughs> yep. But then eventually you get to that story mission. You Okay, she's got reasons to be an annoying kind of standoffish brat. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And he went on and on, and, you know, it's Randy. And this is, you know, two parts. Before I get to the second part, first <laughs> part real quick is I liked how on our interview with him, he mentioned this, how... I know I asked about why the heck did uh did Tyreen just allow herself to be, you know, engulfed into, you know, the big dog mm-hmm. instead of killing him and then taking his power, which we thought that was what she intended to do. And he was like, Well, it's much more complicated than that she kinda she thought that's what she had to do is, you know, by absorbing his powers that she was gonna get him, mm-hmm. but instead it didn't work out quite that way because he, you know, it whatever is much larger than anything we could imagine. Right. And then he was alluding to basically he's like you know, when we fought him at the it in Borderlands one, mm. how it was just a fraction, a piece of it. And yeah. then of course we were like, Oh, so what you're saying is, is once again, we just fought another piece of it. And, oh, I don't know. and so, mm. you know, the story's not over because he's already now just mentioned that Lilith's not dead or she's, she's right. gone. Mentioned that, Hey, remember, oh, there's a lot of people on the moon. And they're like, Oh, well, mm. we're going to still have to deal with the moon and something going on there. We're going to deal with Ava having to take over. We're going to have to deal with the fact that we know now that the piece that we fought was only just a piece, and there's still uh, Dingus inside of the Pandora. God, I'm blanking. The Devourer, Destroyer. There you go. The Destroyer. Destroyer. The Destroyer is still sitting in Pandora. So tons of stuff still wide open. The story's Mm. not even halfway through, in my opinion. I feel like with what he's already revealed through these different interviews and talking points that we're still in the uh, infancy of this. Mm. And I'm excited for that, but at the same time, when you open up something so big, like the destroyer and its whole, you're like cracking the planet open to let it out. How can you ramp that up other than like carrying that storyline on forever and ever and ever and ever until everybody's powerful enough to actually confront the evil itself? And Not the evil, but I'll you know. explain that because, and, oh. and this is the last point because I don't want, I want everybody to go see the Borderlands show. I don't, I don't want to dissect yeah, every yeah. single talking point on here. The last point that he made that I was really like, oh, crap, was uh, Greg and Fran asked about how at the end of the pre-sequel you've seen uh, the, um, oh, the, Iridium. The, the Iridium dude. He came forward and said, yeah. hey, I need all you Volt Hunters to get ready, da 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 all that good stuff. And they said, mm. what the heck was that? Are you, are you just trying to like ignore that? Was that actually going to be, you know, are you trying to retcon that out? Or is that really part of the story? What's going on? And he yeah. says, oh, no, that's part of the story. We're not there yet. And he said, don't you think when Sweet. he's saying we want every Vault Hunter, everything in the world to be ready, that we still mm-hmm. got a long ways to go before we're ready for that? Nice. And so he's like, what do you mean? Like, Borderlands 3 still? And he goes, <laughs> well, let me just put it this way. What we have in mind for that is much larger than any DLC you could ever put together. Nice. So there you go. Awesome. They they do they did remember that it is part of the story. And it's just, they're not ready for that. They, they got to open up worlds and open up more Vault Hunters content, get everything ready for the giant war. So we've, we've, be, he's now confirmed Border Sona. Yeah. Cause the ending of Persona games, you, you root down into the underpinnings of society and mm-hmm. take stuff out like that. That's this. That's, the That's same this on happen. a planetary universal exactly. scale. Yeah. Yes. Border Sona. Border Sona. We're getting there. Woo. Gosh bless. Man. 
So yeah, that's awesome though. It I, is. I, I'm definitely glad to hear that because I think I had, I wanted to bring that up because I always mentioned that ending of the pre-sequel as to why I hate Lilith because of what she was doing there, and nobody ever mentions it. So I was I was going to mention it in our interview with Randy, and I we got so lost in everything else that I totally forgot. So it's cool that they brought it up and that he had a very interesting answer for him too. Mm-hmm. And then of course to tie it all in to tie it all ends for that whole interview. It was funny because at one point, Randy was going and going and going, and he goes, oh, I'll probably just talk way too much. Oh, my God, you guys. And Greg goes, no, this is great. You're just a podcast professional. I just sit and listen. You're just doing the whole thing for me. And I went, mm-hmm. I completely understand that one. That's exactly <laughs> what we did, yeah. So I just thought that was funny that even the uh, pros, you know, the guys who've been doing this forever and ever, when Randy's there, you just sit back and enjoy because, hey, he's going to tell you a story and he's going to go on about it and you're going to enjoy it. That's just the way it is. I was going to say, and that's the key. It's always entertaining or insightful or humorous or mm-hmm. everything. He, he's awesome. Yeah, I love Randy. That was a great time, and I'm glad to see that he he had that great time over there too. A bunch of other stuff. Mm-hmm. You guys should definitely check it out because there's way more than I've already talked about here. But he went into the Malawan takedown thing, which, of course, they put onto their own website because that's the next upcoming Mm -hmm. event. I just briefly going to say it's going to be a four-player event that they highly recommend that you're level 50 with all your cool gear in it. They're going to have new enemy types, and they're going to have this really cool Geoff-looking, you know, bad guy. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, I see him. Uh Uh-huh. Little spider mech guy. Yeah. So I, I was hoping he'd actually be named that, you know, in, in an homage to Battleborn. But I, mm. I don't know if that's actually going to be the case. I don't think so. It's Wotan the Invincible. So there you go. No, it is not named after any <laughs> Battleborn character. Yeah, it definitely would be awesome if he was Jeff. But I have Johnny Last Minute Jones. I missed taking a peek at this earlier. So looking at it right now, literally on my phone as I'm recording this, it says, hey, there's even going to be some exclusive head and skin options. So... You know I'm all about the, that customization life. It says there's going to be new gear there, too. I think it said some of the best shields in the game. Yep. Oh, yeah. Man, so. That's what was talked about, was that the shields are going to be the focus of this. So if you're looking for nice. max-level awesome shields, you're going to want to be doing this event to get the best shields in the game. That's awesome, because I very rarely upgrade my shield now, even as I'm running through on True Vault Hunter mode. Everything is just under the capacity that I'm rocking right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm looking I'm looking for some Well, of and I was game. worried, Matt, because we don't really do stuff with four people too often. Now, That's we true. have four people we can play with. So it wasn't ultimately an issue. But hey man, we got four people. We got you, we got me. We got Iron Bear. And we got Mr. Beef. Boom. That's four Done. people, That's man. four people. That's that's live. That's, that's better than four people. Whoa. Mr. Beef is better than a lot of people I know. Uh, Iron Bear is not right now, but they're going to be buffing Iron Bear, and then she will that's be. Right. So she's there getting there. She's on her way to glory right now. And I and this is this is like Death Trap <laughs> and the Turret. Yes, we made four people. They're just not. We're real just people. doing it again. That's that's like our constant <laughs> go to. We'll just create a four man team. That's right. Now, we don't have to go this route, though, because first off, if we don't want to you know, hit up some of our buddies and pals in the other worlds that we know, mm-hmm. it's matchmaking. Oh, yeah. So true. this time around, we'll be able to just pop in and push the matchmaking and bada bing, it'll load in two people with us and off we go on the Malawan takedown black site. Heck yeah. That's awesome. 
So I was, I was super happy to hear that because now there's no excuses. We'll be able to go in there and do that. And if we're lucky, we'll end up with people that are like super crazy min maxing and then they'll just be slamming through things. And me and you can just laugh and drink beers and shoot stuff behind them. And heck yeah. And then boom, scoring legendaries, great gear. Cause of course this is like a, you know, super duper event where you get all the high end mm-hmm. stuff. I'm looking forward to it. Plus it's a, it's a locale that's designed for this particular event. It's it's a unique area, all the goodies. So it's not like it's just some rehash zone and you know Promethea or something that you're going to. No, Lorelai okay. is going to be heading this. She's going to be like, hey, you need to take the attack to this black site, and then you're going nice. to go. And of course, she'll be talking in your ear. You'll be interacting with her while you're doing it. There's going to be a big bad. There's like three bosses, and then you know, and I don't know if it's one of them is the big bad, but I know there's like three bosses or something like that, unique bosses. Mm-hmm. So super exciting. So, speaking of three bosses. You're saying you don't know if they're all in the same, like run? No, they're all in the same run. No, you'll you'll okay, be okay. you'll you'll be fighting them all throughout the run. So okay, there's okay. going to be you know enough of them to have them throughout the whole thing. It's a linear story. Because okay, when you said, "Hey, one of them might not be the big bad," I was thinking, "Was this like a this is like a story app scenario where you run it and run mm, it, and have you to get run it over a different each time, and maybe a different boss? That'd be that would awesome. be awesome. Oh, I would Learn love to see it. From that would be sweet. But from what I what I hear, I don't think that's the case. I think it's it's kind of set. more like an Iridian Trials type yeah. thing. Go through and fight him exactly. And he says they're long, mm-hmm. but not too long. They're mm-hmm. a little bit longer than the proving ground stuff is right now, but not yeah. you know not out of the wheelhouse of you being able to go do it easily within a session of play. So you're not going to be sitting in there for hours stuck. And, of course, that comes out November 21st. Yeah, November 21st is when that comes out. Awesome. So we got a ways away from that happening. So that's kind of sad. I was hoping it would be a little bit sooner, but, eh, you know. But it's a new event around turkey time, so. That's right. And, of course, we still haven't got the answer whether or not the Waddle Gobbler's coming back or not. Mm. I hope so. I wish we could have asked him. Maybe for this week's co-op couch, you can be back in there. Because, spoiler alert, we're recording this early, so we haven't seen the co-op couch True. for this week. Maybe we'll get that answer right there. I hope so. You know what? I'm going to ask it again. We'll see what happens there if it gets go. drowned out by people screaming about something rather again or not. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Who knows? But I also am going to be busy with trick-or-treating and Halloween, so... Uh-oh. That's fine. Just put the phone in your just pocket. Just put the phone in my pocket and just sit there. Yeah, I'm listening, guys. Don't worry about me. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Trick or treat. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, go you run guys to the got house. Apple with razor blades in it. <laughs> Who cares? Whatever. You'll be fine. Ding dong. Life lessons. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that wraps it up for all the new things, new announcements for this week. There's one other new thing we haven't talked about that went live right as we dropped the episode last week, right? Mm-hmm. The, the Bloody Harvest DLC. We haven't said a word about it because mm-hmm. we hadn't played it until... Was it, for, it was Saturday when we played it with our buddy Shay. So thoughts, thoughts, reviews, expectations met, expectations not met. All right. So let me say, awesome new area. I love mm-hmm. the aesthetics of the cool little yeah. unique area you go to. Before I jump into that, though, meeting Maurice on Sanctuary was awesome. Mm-hmm. What a cool character. He sounds amazing. His 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 persona's really cool and fun. Mm-hmm. I'm super stoked to know that he's going to be there for all of our holidays going forward. So yeah. we get to interact with him on different levels all the time now whenever a holiday pops up. And I will say, I know you guys were both Moses, so we mostly heard Mo's responses to his stuff. But I loved going through – I went through it as flack today again – 
and hearing Flax responses when he's like, oh yeah, there's these ghosts. Let's just go kill a ghost, man. Or, you know, his his version of that. Mm-hmm. And Flax's like, this sounds 100% reasonable. Please tell me more about that. When he's saying this ridiculous <laughs> stuff, it's like, yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Because he's like, oh, humans are fleshy, this and that. And Flax's like, yep, 100%. Keep on going right there. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Oh, now it makes me want to hear everybody's. Makes me mm-hmm. want to get through it all so I can check it all out. But I, I you know, oh, yeah. I do love Moses though. I list, I've, I've said it before. I love her character just in general because it's basically what mm-hmm. I respond to most things in my life. Yeah. So I just feel like it's me anyway, which feels good. Feels great to have a voice inside the game, kind of just a female version of me who's like much sexier and hotter than I am, you know? So, and going forward for Maurice, you go hunt the ghost. Mm-hmm. Which you can go anywhere you want. I like that. They don't make, they yeah. don't force you into some zone you don't want to be in. You know, you get to go. You get, anywhere. You get to progress your own story yeah. missions or side missions. You just missions, keep playing the story exactly. You just mm-hmm. keep on trucking, and you're gonna get there. And once you get 25, you head back to him. He opens up the gate to Heck, which yep. clever Heck. You know, we don't say hell, we mm-hmm. just say Heck. That's fun. Yeah. Take the portal. You go in, and then boom, you're in a bloody hellish landscape. Mm-hmm. Instantly loved it. Thought that the uh, the corpses in the coffins, the hanging bandits, the pumpkins everywhere, yeah. the fountains cool. and rivers and waterfalls of blood just mm-hmm. all over the place. Great. All the Malawan troopers kind of being turned into like weird darker types weird of them. Yeah, things. zombie types of themselves. And they come out of the ground instead of just, mm-hmm. you know, zapping, warping and stuff. Really yeah. cool touches. The fun story up to it, the little pumpkin puzzle, I thought was, you know, fun. It wasn't too complicated, which I thought was perfect. Just a fun little yeah. thing to check out and do, and you get a little bonus. Just cute little puzzle, and you get two chests out of it, yeah. yeah. Exactly. And then you jump down, and you fight Haunt. Now, here's mm-hmm. here's where I'm happy, but I'm also sad, and I think yeah. you, you kind of mirror what I'm talking about here. Mm-hmm. And that Haunt was really cool, looked really cool, but first off, he didn't have his Haunt. Where, what was the voice lines? Why didn't they bring that all back? I didn't hear. Oh, you mean like his yeah, his like yeah, stuff? yeah. Why didn't they just bring the voice actor back to do a haunted version of himself again? Yeah, I don't know. Well, because I uh, did you even hear him say anything? No. Like when we were playing? No. Because because I know that was one of the like the little mini micro patches they put out right after it dropped. Uh-huh. They're like, oh, Haunt has learned how to project, so his. VO volume is higher, so you'll hear him. Oh, really? I don't remember hearing him. I don't remember hearing him say a word. So I I mean, when we when we were playing originally, we were yapping back and forth with our buddy Shay. But I just played right now, and I don't remember him saying anything. I remember him like when he'd shoot off attacks and stuff, moans and groans. I don't remember him like having cool lines. Maybe he did, and I just missed it. So well, there you go. Maybe we're just morons and we've missed it completely. But when Mm -hmm. I was playing, and we did him several times. And I did him yeah. several times on my own. He never said a word. I didn't hear a single mm-hmm. voice line of anything. So as far as I'm aware, there are no voice lines for him. And I think that's a missed opportunity. Why would you not just oh, bring yeah. back the voice actor and be ridiculous once again, but with a silly, spooky voice and everyone's mm-hmm. laughing and having a great time with it? Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. But maybe they maybe they thought it would take away from that awesome music that you get during the haunt boss Which was fight. fantastic. Because that was amazing. Mm-hmm. And if it was silly, silly, goofy lines over top of it, it wouldn't really fit. Because it's, it's awesome music and it gets you pumped, mm-hmm. too. It's like some pumping awesome stuff. It is some really good music. I'll give it that. But I, I would say overall, I would like the voices. But when mm-hmm. we did get them cool tunes, 
I was in there going to town, jumping around. Oh, yeah, yeah, just I'm gonna murder this dude. It got you in the mood to mm-hmm. kill, and that's what they're going for. I think mood to kill. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Problem is, you killed him too fast, Matt. I was gonna say, get me in the mood to kill, and then I finished too soon, and that's that's a problem. Yeah, no one likes that. That's a bit. Don't at me, ladies. That's a <laughs> oh bit God. for the show. <laughs> but, but, I mean, he is pretty darn easy. We played through, again, with Shay. I think that was just on normal mode because it was in mm-hmm. his normal game. And he that dude went down like nobody's business. So I went through it again just today on True Vault Hunter, just Mayhem 1, and just smoked him. There was, there was, no, there was no worry whatsoever. The dog went in. I stood back with my, with my Atlas Assault Rifles like I always do and just pegged away at him and had not a single problem in the world. So I think a good thing is to take it back to the Borderlands show because, who is it, Fran? Fran Mirabella? Mm-hmm. He he kept saying, well, you know, I really love the DLC, but you also have to temper your expectations because this isn't the, the big DLC drop. This is a free seasonal DLC. So expecting a super hard boss or, you know... Something super in-depth, something that they actually yeah, yeah. have to do a lot of pieces parts for. Something in depth or a super long content. That's not what this is. So it's just a it's just a fun holiday kind of romp through. So thinking of it from that end, it's it's fun. It it accomplishes its mission. But like you said, I would have liked it to be a, a harder boss fight because man, that snowman in the mercenary day thing in Borderlands Two, that dude was no joke. Like anytime I fought him, he was hard as hard as hard as an icicle, know, hard as his carrot well, nose. And it's funny for us, he was, you know, and he was tough. He would jump around and slaughter us all the dang time. But of course, you mm. see videos of all the min maxers out there, and they would just go in and and shoot him once, and he would all of his health would just explode into nothing. So it's all relevant. But, you got to remember that we're but, normal folks. We're we are still us, and he's easy for us though. Yeah, which saying we were something. us back then, and he was hard. Uh-huh. So this dude's. Exactly. Pretty darn easy. Just trying to put it in perspective so you guys understand. You know, yeah, we're not great. We're not it's, like amazing, yeah. crazy players. But even that, with that said, this dude was is just easy peasy. So mm-hmm. we're like, huh, that's different. That's a little weird. I thought it'd be a little crazier. Although I think Greg did say when they were talking about it that when he went charging in as Amara to doing his face slams and stuff, he did get his face rocked. So maybe just because we're both set up for... At least medium distance. Medium long range. It's just easier yeah. that way. And we also have distraction, distractions for yeah, us got distraction you know, through Iron Bear because so. I always just immediately evacuate Iron Bear. And then always they end up just shooting at Iron Bear while I'm just plucking away. So I'm not worried about anything. Mm-hmm. And I'm yeah, not Mr. Beef face. just runs in mm-hmm. and tanks everything all the time. So we're not getting ground so. pounded and hit by a melee. None of that stuff's happening. Because I did notice that he does get some good ground effects because I did run up on him or he, he ran up on me actually because I was doing the the Atlas thing, mm-hmm. and just standing behind a pillar. But he did run up, and then there was big swaths of uh, fire on the ground. So maybe if maybe if you're a close-range build, it'll be a little bit tougher for you. But True. But with that said, he was pretty easy. It was still a fun mm. like area and event to happen. We It was short. Yeah. We were a little bit sad. You know, that's just the truth of it. We were hoping that it would be a little bit longer. But as I told Matt off-air, and I'll say here, that wasn't the entirety of the event. If you go to your tabs, True. go all the way to the right, you click R2, there's a, what's R2? There's a uh, wonderful little, like, accomplishments board, basically. You know, like, what, get the Rackman, Haunted Rackman, go ahead and get uh, El Dragon Jr., you know, Haunted version of him. 
get 150 haunted individuals. There's all sorts of wonderful, like, cool little micro events to do that open up these cool little loot chest things that get you more stuff. It's a wonderful little event for you to kind of just go back to places you've already been, redo it, but with a cool little haunted, you know, funny little time. And that, that explains my one other, not really beef about it, but minor irritation with this, is that you can't do the haunt fight again quickly. You have to go get 25 ectoplasm from mm-hmm. Maurice, but that encourages you to go and just by nature of farming for ectoplasm, do you're going to start doing more of those challenges. You're going to get more stuff unlocked. It's It all goes hand in hand. They're pretty smart guys and gals over there at Gearbox. Oh, fancy that. They're actually thinking about stuff over there and trying to make these fun little events. It's crazy. Heck yeah. So I thought that was neat. I liked it. I liked the event. I wish that main mm-hmm. part was a little bit longer, but I like the fact that they added the side events. Now, yeah. to clean it up and clear it up, Matt, they've got the new weapons. Uh, did you get any of them? And did you like any of the effects, like the tear stuff? Getting so much tear, draining it. Have you played with that at all? Did you like it, dislike it, don't understand it? Well, I, hey, don't understand it. Who do you think you're talking to? But I, I do like the terror effect itself. Before we got any terror guns, I loved that it did start like tunneling your vision a little bit and your, your, and your crosshair just ballooned out if you were super terrified. I thought it was a good – it fit thematically. And now that I've run through it myself – I have started getting a lot of those anointed terror guns. So I'm, I'm, it, it's interesting that I want to get like a, like a terror loadout so I can stack it up. Cause it's like, Oh, on, on this end or magazine end, it affects you with terror or your melee gives you more terror. But then there are other guns that's like, Oh, it consumes all your terror to do this amazing effect. Mm-hmm. Like I got one and I'm pretty sure I kept it. That was, Oh, by consuming all the terror you have, flat gets like 50% extra fire rate. And I already have a skill that gives me like 25% extra fire rate. So I'm just going to be blowing the crap out of everybody if I once I get this rotation down. So that's going to be something that's really fun to play with. Have you, have you got a chance to play with any of those? I have. And here's the thing is I was that idiot who at first was like, what in the hell? Like, what's going on with this terror crap? How does it even work? Mm-hmm. Because I'm a World of Warcraft player. My whole life's around meters. It revolves mm-hmm. around meters. meters and dots. There's no meters and there's no dots. There's no, there's, yeah. it's just this aurora around your screen. And like you said, with your, uh, sights getting blurred out and then the green crap coming in. I don't mm-hmm. like that. That, I want a meter. I want something that says, mm-hmm. you know, a green bar down at the bottom corner, upper corner. I don't care where. That's like, I'm at 65% tear, 75% tear, whatever yeah, it is. That's true. I would prefer that because then I can I can actually visibly see it, know exactly where I am. So with a weapon that says, "Hey, upon consumption of tear, however much tear is transferred into damage or shields or whatever," I can then strategically make sure I'm holding in that, letting let him hit me, let him get on me, get the tear built up, boom, explode at like ninety percent, and go in there. And go wrecking faces. Instead, I gotta try to like, okay, well, uh, the Aurora seems like it's probably pretty crazy, uh, and then do it. And I, you know, I I like to be more precise when I'm yeah. gauging that type of thing. And so I felt that was kind of a miss in that regard, just because you can't precisely see where you're at with it, unless there's some sort of uh, some sort of sight mechanic somewhere. I'm just not seeing. Uh, I've missed. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I haven't done any like deep research on it. 
But that was my first thing was just like, oh, this is neat. I appreciate it. I like it. But I wish it was in a meter form because I'm not really good at gauging all the blurry crap on my screen and when I should do it. So I just naturally get get teared, you know, a little bit built up and I just use it because I'm like, I don't know where it's at, whatever. Let's just use it, kill people and keep moving. And I think what they did was it was really, really smart to give you weapons that had skills that would give you terror because otherwise if they didn't, if they didn't have, if they didn't give you an avenue to get it for yourself without relying on the ghosts hitting you, then you'd never get enough hectoplasm to go back into heck. Yeah, because because that that was the one thing that was irritating me until I got some of those guns. It's like, well, I got have this gun with a terror effect, but the only way to do it is to let a ghost just fly into my face, and then I'm not shooting it and getting the hectoplasm, and it's stretching this out a lot longer. So it, it was really smart of them to combine, like I said, hand in hand. You're going to have guns that want terror, but you have to give yourself some, too, with these other guns. Yeah, you just put on a shield that uh, accrues terror whenever your shield's hit, and then you use oh, weapons that consume terror upon reload, and then mm-hmm. bada-bing, bada-boom, you're wrecking face. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. Woo! Doing that damage, having that fun. Woohoo! Mm-hmm. So I appreciate it. I like it. I like the added mechanic they put in there. I just think maybe a little bit of tweaking here and there, some way to just get a real definitive sightline and where you're at with it would make it a little bit better for me anyway a little spookometer yeah have like a little little scary ghost and then like oh yeah you could use the boo from mario he's like got his tongue sticking out and then he's like ooh, because it's terror exactly i like it perfect so there you go we did it man we talked about the halloween bloody harvest we're not even finished with it it. (laughs) we're like an hour into the episode we did it man Gosh, it's been another long episode. Jeez, oh, Pete's. <laughs> it was supposed to be a short episode. We should have known. We haven't said it for a long time, and we had some short episodes. Mm-hmm. Now we say, oh, we'll buzz through it. Nope, no. it's forever. Yeah. It's a forever episode. So I think that pretty much wraps up the episode. We've talked about the new stuff. We've talked about the stuff that was out over the weekend. And uh, unless you got anything else, Eric, I think it's time to wrap it up. Now it's time to wrap it up. Let's do this thing. And let's ask the people out there. What are you excited for? Are you excited for that Maliwan Black site? Did you love the Borderlands show episode two? Do you want do you want Randy Varnell to come back on the show every week and so we can have like another two hour episode? Just hear his cool, awesome stories. What do you like best about the terror system? Do you like the Halloween DLC? Did you wish it was longer? Do you wish Captain Haunt was a lot tougher? Let us know. Any kind of feedback at all, questions, comments, concerns, answers to any of those questions. If you just want to say hi and say, wow, you guys are pretty great. I don't know what the R2 button is either. Send that to us via email at info at thirdshift.me. Tweet it at us at thirdshiftme. Find us on Facebook under Third Shift. Any kind of, any kind of socials at all. Find Danny on Tumblr. She'll, she'll send us our way. It's fine. Indeed, you can find Danny on Tumblr. She loves it over there. You can also find us on another place we love, on the old Patreon. We treat it just like a tip jar. $1, $2, $3, $4, or the spooky million dollars. In which case, we'll all give up our lives here and make a food lion and do spooky things like babies in jars and making cold cocks. Ooh, and baby animals... Running around outside and cameras and spooky things. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's the spook episode. We didn't do any spooky stuff. Ah, eject the spooky effects throughout the episode. <laughs> <laughs> ah, so, 
we love what we do. We love what we're happening here. What's <laughs> we love what we're happening? We love what's happening over here. We hope you guys and gals do too. Like I said, if you got a couple bucks, hey, it help us out. It keeps the show running. We got to pay bills. There's, you know, fees and things y'all don't even know about that are associated with podcasting. It's crazy. I didn't know about them either until we started doing it. And then all of a sudden, they're like, hey, went, oh. yo, it's hundreds of dollars. And I went, I thought we were going to get hundreds of dollars. <laughs> I thought I had spent all the money I needed to spend. Uh-huh, no. You mean the podcast has to go somewhere? Exactly. Oh, oh this is crazy. So there you go. It's real. The things and trials and tribulations... It's all worth it, though, because we love what we do. We love throwing these things at you every single week. Oh, yeah. If you cannot give us a buck or two, hey, we understand. You got to pay bills. You got to do what you got to do. You got to buy them $25 freaking bags of candy to hand out at Halloween. I get it. It's too much. It's bananas. Or better yet, you get you got to buy those $25 bags of candy for like $0.25 cents a piece the day after the Halloween. The day after Halloween. And you got to sit in a chocolate mm, house and eat them. And just eat, eat oh, yourself yeah. happy. I'm going to steer this right away because, <laughs> hey, the next episode where we're not going to say any of that Daniel stuff is going to drop on the 8th of November. And you can find that episode on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podbean, on Spotify, and on YouTube. And I believe, hang on, wait, dial it back to the 8th of November. I think that is when my baby in a jar is actually going to be here. So it won't be available for the episode because we record the episode before Friday, but I think that's when the jar comes. Woo. So going forward after that, you will see a baby in a jar anytime you see my face. Oh, we're close. We're close to a beautiful, beautiful world, Matt. I cannot I'm, wait. I'm pretty sure that's right. I'm not 100% sure, but I thought I think it drops on a Friday, like a weird day. Mm-hmm. So I might have it. Oh, my God. So close. I'm getting excited. <laughs> but if, but as I always say, I got off the train because I started thinking about baby in a jar, and it got me too wild. But as I always say, if you like what we're doing and you'd like to help us out, Please give us a like, a rating, a review, a comment, a subscription, any kind of good thing on any one of those good services because it does help us out and we really do appreciate it. I say it all the time and I actually mean it though. It's not just a formula thing that I say at the end of the show. I mean it. It helps us out. We appreciate it. Help us help you by helping us help, help you. you. Help you. Help me it. help you. Help me help you. Okay? We say it all the time. And you know, you know, we say give us those five star ratings because they always help all the time. It's true. They really mm-hmm. do. They put us higher up yeah. in the metrics. And then when they're higher up in the metrics, more Sammies and Bobbies and Timmies and Sallies, they all go, what's this silly little podcast thing? Cause it's up in the top five or top 10 or whatever it is. If we're down mm-hmm. to lower 200s and 500s and thousands, nobody sees. Nobody even sees. Even I won't see. No. I won't even notice that we we'll do never, a show anymore. We'll never know. And we'll be lost into the ages and become stars ourselves. We've talked about this. I won't become a star. Well, you know, I'll make I'll make the sacrifices. There's a cautionary tale. There's always a cautionary tale, and I don't know if we should get into it tonight or not. You know, we should. Too goddamn. It's too long. (laughs) It's too long, people. We gave you a good show, and I've got a story to tell. I had it ready, but I think we're gonna save it for another week because we're already way overboard, and you guys and gals had a great time, just like we did. So please. Give us a five-star rating, and maybe I'll tell you the tale I've already got prepped and ready that I was going to tell you tonight. Hell yeah. Someday. And with that, Matt. Someday. Besides the goodbye and all the other things with the scaries and the spookies that we didn't do because we're horrible people on this spooktacular episode. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing else to say. (laughs) 
Don't, Don't forget to save. That's saving precious. <laughs> Shut up and sit down.